hello. My name is Sharara Clark. You're listening to a Reno, Nevada local D&D show. We sit around and we play Dungeons and Dragons and we focus on the storytelling and collaborative aspects of it, which involve all sorts of crazy things. You've got monsters and magic and tricks and disguises. Anything could come your way in all honesty. But the magic really is about how it brings people together. It's about what you talk about, what you want to tell your friends the next day, and ultimately the story you're creating. So I encourage you to sit back, relax, and join us at the table. Greetings, Reno. I am Captain Tiger Stepberry of the Doinza. On behalf of the crew at plus 775 to hit, I want to thank you for your attention and bravery over the past few weeks. It truly is dark times in the world right now. As with many of you, we here at KWNK 97.7 FM Public Radio are also practicing what the clerics call social distancing. Staying at home and keeping at least six feet away from even our closest friends. Only our families can remain close to us at this time. Because of this... We have to resort to sending stones, crystal balls, and spirit mirrors in order to communicate with one another. We have finished with Season 1 of Plus 775 to hit with the Rook and Cranny Rock crew. And we have started another story with Lyrian Locke. However, this dark-tided plague that befouls our nation is preventing us from using our full assets to tell you the best story possible. So in order to pass the time, I... Tiger Stepberry, I'm going to tell you a story of the Stepberry Seals, an elite group of warriors for the Doinza. This adventure will occur over the next few weeks as we play online, using the magical realm of the internet to play our Dungeons & Dragons campaign. It is in the same world as before, with many of the same personalities. However... This story involves my elite warriors as the protagonists. I apologize in advance if some of our conversations are difficult to understand. These magical communication devices get interference from the black forces of Obex. After we have defeated this plague, we will go back to our regular programming. So, as we say every week, sit back, relax... And join us at our virtual table. Yeah. Okay, so once you're in the water, the little bit of force surrounding you is actually keeping you dry. And it makes it so that you can literally hover up and down, move. You're literally flying right now. You are moving oh. through this water uh, like you would be in a fly spell above the water. Okay. And you are moving at about 60 feet. So you guys are swimming, and you go underneath, and you start looking for this thing. It takes you a little bit to find it, but you finally see what Taiga was probably talking about. You see this alcove, almost like a, a uh, marked entrance. And it's got all this white coral perfectly surrounding the outside entrance. And there are these clams going... <laughs> right next to you. Now, they're small. It doesn't. They can't really hurt you. Preemptive investigation roll. <laughs> Do it. Oh, that was. Uh, I'm find the clams. Okay. 
You're gonna eat. You're gonna pick some up, take some, eat them. Delicious. Oh uh, yeah, looking for ones with pearl. Oh, you're looking for one with a pearl. Make an investigation check. All right, so you rolled the 19. It takes you a minute or two, but you actually spot one that has a pearl in it. You want to try and get that pearl? Oh, no. <laughs> Make an attack roll, unarmed. Uh, you can use your decks with this. That's a 15. 15? You reach in, and mm-hmm. ju- as it opens its mouth, and you snatch the pearl from its with your thick, fat, nimbly fingers, and you now have a shiny, shiny, tiny little pearl with about five gold pieces. Nice. <laughs> to our monk and smile. No, 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 no. That's right how you do it. I'm faster than I can see. Can she make an investigation check to look for a pearl, too? You want to try it, too? Make an yeah. investigation check. All right, so you guys find this, and now you've got people starting to scatter looking for pearls. Uh, 13. 13? You're searching around, you look at a clam, you look at another clam, you're looking at another clam. Pretty soon a minute goes by, and you're still looking for clams. You're looking for more clams. Everyone, what are you doing? We are on a mission. Agreed. pearl. We need to keep going. My friend, I will promise you the riches of justice. Come, let us go. Is he always this dramatic? I, I uh, say to Amafrey and Fred. Probably. But while they're saying that, I'm going to scream justice, like running. And you're going to go all the way through this, this thing? Yes. So, everyone, what is your passive perception? Plus 10 to our wisdom modifier. Yes. There goes Jason again. That's 13 for me. 13? Uh-huh. 10. 11. <laughs> for you. 10. 13. For I'm afraid. 13. 10. You want me to roll? Yeah. Uh, no, it's passive. Oh, passive? Yeah, you're okay. passive. It's your perception. Yeah. Plus your wisdom modifier. There it is. Oh, baby. Does anyone have a 12 or higher? Uh, no. (laughs) So sushi. (laughs) Off in the distance, deep in the water, somewhere not close by, you hear sounds. Sound like... That's what you hear. What is it, Sushi? What do you hear, my friend? It's way off in the distance. Way off in the distance. Did anyone get a 16 or higher? <laughs> Wait for what? Uh, per- <laughs> passive perception. It's hard to have 16 or higher. I don't know. Got to be trained in it and have a wisdom score. Okay. Because it's it's ten plus your wisdom modifier. That's correct. Right? And and your proficiency bonus if you're trained. Proficiency bonus if you're trained. Yeah. Yeah. So as you go through, you guys s- swim in for about three hundred feet underneath this castle, and finally you see this giant stalactite barrier in front of you. 
almost like it's been grown here recently. And this barrier is just absolutely massive. Hmm. You can see tiny, a tiny little sliver on the other side, which looks like, oh, you're not sure. It's really dark down here. For those of you with dark vision, you can see a little bit better. The little reeds are providing dim light for you. Not more than 10 feet, though. So you can see that there's a chamber or something behind this. How far ahead did I swim? Did I go past that? or No, you can't go past it. It's a barrier. Oh, okay. Sela found a barrier she could not get by. Okay. I reckon I can go. I'm open that barrier world. He thinks he can do it. In a couple seconds, I got some packs. Okay. All right, what are you going to pull out, Jason? We're going to pull out the um, explosive bundle thingy that I should uh, open up a little spot for us to go through. You think dynamite would do well? Oh, did you move us on roll 20? I sure did. You uh, might be somewhere else. Ah. But you need, to, you need to boom something. Bro, bro, bro. <laughs> bro. Who are you talking to? That's what Zushi hears. Oh. Far off in the distance. My friends, can we still talk even underwater or no? Yes, you can we talk. We have been. My, oh, that's true. My friends, we need to break this wall. You're welcome. Wow. You're right. Good mm-hmm. job. Thank you. Yeah, well done. How do you pronounce your name again? Hey gang, Frederick Jones here. The crew left me dead in this cave. I'd really appreciate a lift out. And then we can go and mass some villains together. Just pick me up at 97.7 LPKWNK Reno. Community radio at its finest. Mm-hmm. My friends call me Pal. Oh. That's a terrible pun. What do you mean? That's my name. I was born with it by my mother. No, that your friends call you pal. Aladdin, pal Aladdin. Gotcha. Okay, they say your name then. Yes, to all things. Okay, fair. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, my friends, any of you uh, can help with this situation, huh? Uh, my sabers. You need to hurry up. We're under siege. You. <laughs> How is he communicating with us, by the He's mind? not. <laughs> He's not. You can just hear him in the back of your head. It's uh, sending. <laughs> I mean. He's not He's not using sending. He's not doing any of that. You just hear him. Just he, has, he has that much control over your psyche. No, Rara. Commit. <laughs> I'm always committed. I was in tears. <laughs> you All right, fine. So you get your dynamite out. You stick it in there. Everybody... What do you tell everybody? Mm, one second back, a couple seconds off. This might mm, mm, I'll, just, away. I'll say, what? Yeah, what? <laughs> what? What? Do you, do you just uh, set it uh, off yeah. at that point? Yeah. My, My friend, friend, are you, are you sure, sure about, about this? this? Okay, so she says, are you sure about this? They're all, what, what? Zushi goes, I'm out of here. Swims away and running like in the water. So, oh, you, you, uh, oh, look, you stick the dynamite there, 
And Bombard just goes away from you guys, just starts swimming away, leaving the three of you kind of next to the dynamite. What do you guys do? I, I will commit. What? Okay, you're just going to stand there. <laughs> I'll start swimming away. Okay, you start swimming away, and you start swimming away? Yeah. You're not leaving the area, pal? I'm a, I am have a nine intelligence, and I have history with these dudes. I know what Bombard, Bombardine does, right? Yes, you do. Bombard does. Cool. I'll book it. Okay, good. Because that it's a lot of damage. Because okay. <laughs> that would have been really bad. Okay, so you hear, this, you hear this boom. And it just, it and the whole cave for a minute pushes you guys out and then sucks you back in like this giant surge of water in and out. It doesn't hurt, but it's really uncomfortable. You have to grab onto walls in order to Avoid getting sucked all the way in. The way is open. So you guys come up, and yeah. finally, you guys breathe air. <gasps> and as you breach the water, the, uh, the uh, two leaves in your mouth shrivel up and disintegrate. What? It's a little bit like uh, ginger. It's a one-way trip? But we have enough to get back, right? <laughs> I would like you to read your Taiga Stepberry breathing briefing again. Oh, or would you like me to read it in Taiga's voice? No, it's fine. Here we go. Um, I, I will I will uh do this for you. Oh, where are we? Where are we? Uh let's see. Uh, can uh, you say the part about the 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 witch? <laughs> the Queen's Gambit. Captain by Savior, Carl Bunkle, and his first mate, Zog, will take us to our staging area. Our greatest mind, Sir Wimple, has developed devices of arcane power that will allow us to breathe water as air and move through the water as eagles fly through the sky. These tools will have enough use for the trip there. And once there, we shall breach from the underground, move through its most assuredly twisted walls, slay the usurper, and then signal the queen's cabinet that we are ready for extraction. Right, I remember now. <laughs> you guys are awful elite elite troops. You don't remember well, your briefings. We're the best in the business. You're the talking best about. in the business. We're absolutely the best. We're not hired to read. Well, you aren't, pal. Uh, All right. Can we just keep going? What? <laughs> All I was right. going to say, your nine intelligence, I was, I was, I was getting Tycon in there. I rolled really poorly. So you guys are in water right now. That is water that you're in. To the south, you see a area. The water has become thick with decayed organic matter. The bones of the dead float all around you, glaring, as though they are jealous of your life. You pop out of the water. The darkness around you is thicker than normal, almost supernaturally so. You hear a constant dripping, otherwise silent room. The water continues on to the south, and to your left you see a, a wrought iron gate through which the water continues to pour. It looks like there might be a coffin on that side of the bars, but the south is an open area to you. All right. Be wary, my friends. This place stinks of evil. Mm, indeed. 
I wonder if there's a vampire in that coffin. <gasps> a vampire! You know. So whoever wants to move can start just moving their character to those squares. I'm only... Everyone else is seeing nine squares, correct? You should no. see... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve... Thirteen squares. Oh, there it is. There you you go. can see a paddle, like a paddle. Uh, for uh, stuff. You know what? I think I'll reveal this other area, too. Huh. Who's the person with the gun? That's Bumbar. The guy that blows stuff up. I was gonna say. Context clues, Jed. Context clues. And you can see, you all have names below you. You have your name plates on. Well, it's almost like you can identify the person with the gun. Okay, thank you. Um, okay, so south is open. The dots is where the coffin is? Yeah, the, you can see the coffin there. If you uh -oh. zoom out a little bit. The dots oh. are the portcullis? The dots are the portcullis. Yes, very similar to a portcullis. I don't even need a map to know what the map is saying. <laughs> Theater of the mind, sir. Green is moving slow. Um, I didn't know what's moving. Everyone's like, I'm not moving there. Yeah, Bombard will head towards the uh, gate, the portcullis. You're next to it. Oh, towards the portcullis? Yep. All right, so you get, you push McPlate out of the way. You're at the portcullis now. Is it locked? It is not a portcullis. It is just bars. They are neither. Oh. They cannot be unlocked. Mm. Okay. Darn. It's like a gate. So the only the only easy way through is through the south. Yeah, okay. I want to go there. Well. I holster my gun, getting ready to fight whatever denizens are in here, and we'll head to the south. Okay. All right. Are you going forward first, Fred? I want to at least listen and see if I can hear anything. It is dead quiet here. And I mean dead quiet. Okay. Well, does everyone want to go south? Okay. But, I will but, follow you. Okay. Then I will, as much as I can sneak in water. <laughs> You're going to go south? Yeah. Oh, look at that. Okay, and no one else is moving. Move your characters if you would like to be, be moving. Are you having trouble moving your guys? Uh, I'm just scared. <laughs> Paladin, your, your heroism is legendary. <laughs> yeah, legendary. I'll, I'll, go behind, I'll, I'll go behind my two peers in front of me and say to them to whisper, what do you all see? Jason, do you want to pick up the rear? Sure. Okay. That sounds good. Picking up the rear. Koi, where do you want to go? You happy there? Um, I'm going to. I just moved my character where Bombard used to be. I'm just going to stick there for a sec. Okay, cool. All right. Where are you going, Fred? I uh, well, is it? It's just dark. It's um, it's fairly dark. Actually, it would be pitch black in here. Uh, you're a tiefling, what? though. You're a tiefling, though, so you have dark vision. Oh my uh, god! You can light a. You can light a torch if you'd like. Halfling. I have dark vision too, and so does Zamafrey. And so or does so does. I think if we we've, we've been in multiple missions where we've had no sight, right? Yes. I trust my friends. Okay, that's cool. You're gonna keep yeah. the dark. Use the darkness as your ally. Mm -hmm. All right. Let's reveal more. <laughs> We're not called the Stepberries for no reason. 
True. I trust my teammates with my life. All right. Actually, uh, Eric, can I change my comment? Yeah. There is one individual in the stepberries who irritates me. Which Jeff. One? Jeff? Jeff. I hate Jeff. Jeff. You are listening to Plus 775 to hit Reno, Nevada's local Dungeons & Dragons podcast. Join us for more adventures at KWNKLP 97.7 FM on every Sunday. He's a right he's a righteous, righteous paladin. Exactly that, Jeff. Oh, look at me. I'm so righteous. And you're not about that. No, I am a humble, righteous son of the earth. Emotion of heroism. All right. Uh, is that I, you're not moving, Fred. Are you scared? Right. A no. scared, Fred? No, scared? Scared? no I was going to ask if I can tell, like if she can tell that it goes to the left back towards the coffin. You can, I have revealed what you can see. Okay, So cool. you can tell that. I'm going to go over there. Oh, stop. Whoa. I'm going to <laughs> snag you. Rara, you have to get hit by the trap. Come on. <laughs> the moment your foot touches the damp shore, the oh, world around oh. you begins to shake. Not like an earthquake, but as though the air and space around you is unstable. An extremely dim, eerie green glow illuminates a corridor coming from, well, not from the right, coming from the south. And from the corridor to the north, the familiar sight of firelight echoes throughout the chamber. And before you can move further, you notice the skull's vacant eyes following you, spare parts of hands grasping at you, and the assembly of dead starts to rush. With glowing green light in their eyes. Initiative! When you mean assembly, you mean more than one? Oh, maybe. Okay. So initiative. All right, uh, Fred. Since you are close enough, I'm going to read you the description for room two. Okay. Turning the corner, you see a charred coffin where the fiery skeleton must have ridden, risen from. That little yeah. guy right there, that little guy right there is a skeleton that's on fire! Fire! Yeah, so he's on fire. And he has cool. arisen from that coffin. So, okay. the skeletons, they seem a little weak. A little... I don't know what the word is. Spindly? Okay. And they're not hard to push by, but they will attack you if you do. Would you say they have glass bones? Similar. They got enough hit points. We are in initiative. So, Bombard, what'd you get for your initiative? 13. Okay. And Iodor got a four, and now we go into... Skeletons go first. All right, so one on Fred... I think it's going to be a lot easier if I actually pull out my own dice here. But in order to do that, I would need to actually have dice with me, and it's... I'm, I'm a poor frickin'... Oh, there's one. Found one! Wait, wait, wait. You don't have dice? I have dice. I don't know what you're talking it, about. It must be a GM judge. thing. I don't know your judgment. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you what they get. All right. Fred, what's your AC? 16. Miss. Yay. Yay. McPlate, what's your, uh, what's your, uh, AC? 
Miss. Doesn't no, matter. Doesn't matter. Miss. The, the skeletons start to come in further. Fred. Crit. For it's just dice damage, right? It's not the plus damage too. I remember. No, you, you add your strength if there's a modifier to it. You add your strength as well for the crit. You don't double the strength, do you? Oh, you don't. No, you don't double the. Damage. No, no. Uh, you take twelve points of damage from the crit. Uncanny dodge. Uh, what's that do? Halves. Ha- halves it. Man, good move. I like oh, it. Oh, someone's yeah, playing. A rogue. Someone's played a rogue, and yeah. it's gonna happen again. I mean, I've been playing her for a while. <laughs> Uh, 20. Hit me? Yeah, hit you with a 20. Did it yeah, hit you? Yeah. Four points of damage. Is that already half? Uh, the yep. uncanny only dodge only affects attack. one. Oh, one, right? I forgot. Yeah, it doesn't affect the entire round, cheater. I forgot. <laughs> Not a cheater. I haven't even been playing for a year, okay? You did a good All job. Right. You did a good job trying to call a GM out on his stuff. I got it. All right, Koi, you're up. So it's kind of hard in there. Now, you could try and fit through those bars if you wanted to. I was just about to ask, would it be, are the bars, I'm going to try and squeeze through those bars if I can. That's going to take a, I think, an acrobatics roll. You're going to need a 16. <laughs> you can always inspiration that. You got an inspiration for your car sound earlier. Mm. Pala Ladin, get an inspiration for saying goodbye to everybody. You're a hero. Really? Kate made the, the car really? sound, though. She did make a car sound. Oh, Kate made the car sound. You know what? You get an inspiration for swinging from the rafters. Sounds cool. I'm going to rafters. re-roll that. Carl's going to get one for blowing things up. I don't, has Fred done anything to warrant inspiration yet? No. Nope. I don't think so. It was the same freaking roll. I mean, I don't. So you try and, try and start getting in there, and you're trying to squeeze through, and it's just not working. That flaming skeleton is looking right at you, and just these these little balls of fire are starting to well up in its hands. So Koi, unfortunately, you can't squeeze through the bars. You can take a move action to that area right next, right north of McPlate. I'm going to take up half your movement. Was uh, oh, was trying to fit through the bars my action? No, that was half your move. Half my move. Okay. Okay, 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 okay. Bombard, you're on it's... deck. You'll either have a shot at the flaming skeleton through the portcullis, giving it a little bit of color, cover, or a shot at the skeleton next to McPlate. It's dark in there. The guy with the flaming skeleton, right? Not anymore. It's bright in there now. Crap. Is there any shadowy area in that room? Yes. Okay. I'm going to move. I would say it's pretty bright in like the corner, like the left corner right next to the flaming skeleton. Yeah. Yes. That's also see that orange around him. That's a fiery aura. You'll take damage if you enter it. I'm going to move here. Okay. And then I'm going, as my bonus action, I'm going to use Shadow Step. Okay. And Ooh. teleport. Is this area right here 60 feet? Yes. Within 60 that, feet? That's actually five. 
5, 10, 15, 20 feet. I'm going to teleport right there. Okay, that's your bonus action. So you still have 10 feet of movement left. How much damage do you think a dart gives? A dart does 1d4. D4. Oh, 1d3. Sorry, 1d3. You know what? Why not? I'm just going to throw a dart at it from the shadows. At what? The flaming skeleton? Nope, I'm not going to do that. I'm not. I'm just going to stick there. That's it. Are you going to try and hide? Yeah. Okay, make a hide check. All right, bombard. So I'm going to interact with my cigar to put it back into my mouth and because it's got the lid in. And Bombard's going to aim towards the uh, skeleton on the other side of Port Colish using his cigar to light the fuse on his musket and shoot that thing. Oh, oh that is so cool. That's way too awesome. cool. That's that not fair, so actually. Cool. <laughs> Since I don't have the sheet, is it D12 plus 6 to attack? Or D20 plus 6 for D12 damage? It's... Yes, D12 plus 3 damage and a D20 plus so, 5. Yes, D20 okay, so, plus 6. You're right. Uh, 23 to hit for 13 damage. That hits and you do 13 points of damage. Oh, sorry. Um, one more damage because I made this one of my infused items as a magic weapon. And it's got repeating so it doesn't use ammo. Ooh. Look at that. <laughs> I like it. Right, right there. Shoot them down things right in the head. Fred. Uh, do you want to take a move action at all? Just are you happy where you are? I'm happy where I'm at. Okay. I'm oh, by the way, Koi got a 19 on that stealth check. A 19 on that stealth check. Okay. I don't think that thing is going to see you. It's focused Sweet. on Fred. Fred, you're up. Dagger, Surrounded dagger. by skeletons. Dagger, dagger. Okay. 17 plus and then 16. 17 and 16. Both hit. Plus. I'm not doing the math. 24 and then 16. Both hit. Cool. Unfortunately, you do not have an ally next to you for sneak attack. Sneak. However, oh, sorry, Rara. Remember what I said earlier? These things are really, really brittle and they're easy to move. Okay. You can move through them, basically, as difficult terrain. They will get a tax of opportunity if you leave threatened squares, but you can literally I, just shove them around. Will they on me if I do disengage? If you use a disengage, they will not. Oh. So you can actually move through these guys as much as you want if you use a disengage as well. Well, where are we trying to go, I guess? Uh, would you like me to read the description again? <laughs> no, stop, 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 stop. That's not what I mean. I mean... Like, if that's the case, are we trying to go south, or are we trying to... We don't know, Rara. We don't know. Yeah. An okay. e- extremely dim, eerie green glow illuminates the corridor coming from the south. And from the corridor to the north, a familiar sight of firelight echoes through the chamber. Before you can move further, you notice the skulls vacant nights following you, each one with a glowing green light. Oi, listen up. You're here with us on KWNK 97.7, listening to plus 775 to hit. Grab your dice and roll for initiative. Okay. I mean, I guess to be fair, I already committed to dagger dagger. (laughs) It doesn't take your action. You can do it as move. It doesn't take your, you can use your bonus action to disengage because you're a rogue with cutting action. And then you can use your move action as 
as difficult terrain, you can move, swap spaces with these skeletons. You're basically moving through them. Okay? So now you're not taking any attacks of opportunity. Mm-hmm. And you can still dagger dagger. So you could do this. Just to, dagger. Just to give you just to give you an idea. You can move that guy there and then you can go here. Just like that. Right. And you would take normally take an opportunity attack from this guy, but since you disengaged, if you used a bonus action to do that, no opportunity attack, and then you get your sneak attack on that guy. I see what you mean. See and what I could I'm saying? One dagger then. Okay. Now, the reason I'm showing so much strategy here is this is a very unique situation in D&D 5e. Normally, you cannot move through these kinds of squares and stuff. This is a different type of encounter. Before I forget, okay. everyone. Oh, and, Okay, then that's fine. I only get one dagger attack then, but I also get sneak now. Yep. Okay, Ooh. So just roll the hit. Eight. Wait, roll again? Oh, what'd you? Oh, you rolled a hit already. Remember, I did. Well, hold on, huh. If you rolled a hit, that's fine. Well, no, the first two that I did, I can roll again. Oh, if you want to just redo no, it. No, it's fine. If you hit, that's fine. I just I didn't remember if you hit or not. It's fine. Oh yeah, it was totally like fine. Twenty-four. How much damage? <laughs> Twenty-one. <laughs> was that? Oh my god. Bye. <laughs> All right, that so Fred pushes one out of the way, takes her dagger, and <laughs> and, and slices the rib cage open, and just like, the whole thing it. just collapses in this pile. You still have twenty feet of movement left if you want to no. use it. You're gonna stay put. All right, no, no other moves. Okay, moving on, McPlate, you're up. Iotr, you're almost up. Sounds good. I have a plan. Okay. I guess I kind of want to try and take care of these two guys. So move yourself onto them. On top of him or right here? Right into, uh, move yourself right there. That's the spot. Okay. okay. Unless, unless you want to move through more stuff. And then make <laughs> your attack roll. So what were those two rolls? So the first, okay, so three, you add four to the three and you add four to the seven. So that was a seven and an 11. Both mm-hmm. miss, unfortunately. All right. Welcome to the game. <laughs> you didn't hit him. <laughs> you can attempt to move through the skeletons if you'd like. You can move through the skeletons if you'd like. You only spent 10 feet of movement there. I think she's got 25 feet of movement. So she can move into between skeletons if she wants. So that will clear area for Iota to get in. Oh, I'm a halfling, Eric. I can just go underneath him. All right. Uh, I'll go this. Come on, this way. You're gonna go that way. Okay. So you can... All right. I order. Or sorry. Uh, Flaming Skelly Man. All right. That's a weird nickname. Flaming Skelly Man. So, uh, it gets a, a fireball going. Looks through the bars at because it cannot see uh, Boy. them over there. So he's gonna fire at I order. Oh. <gasps> Does a 19 hit, Iodor? It will. Okay. You take... You're going to take half this damage because you're in water. Oh, I like that environmental feature. All right. You take How 12 points, points of, damage? of damage. Okay. So that, that already turns into six. That turns into six. 
Okay. And it's kind of explosive. So Bombard, who is right next to you, takes five, which would be halved down to three. Take three points of damage, Bombard. Okay. All right, moving on. Iodor, you're up. I will, after getting Singe, I will get on my knees and start praying furiously and say something to the effect of, Pele, I am but one carpal in your holy brass knuckle. Let me loose to flick holy vengeance on these creatures. And I'll grab my scimitar and run underneath the first skeleton. Actually, I'll run underneath Fred. I'll run underneath this dude. So that's Ted takes difficult terrain to go through these guys. So that's Sounds 5, good. 10, 15, 25 this, movement. This guy. What's your movement? Oh, uh, half lane, 25. Yeah, so, so that's all your movement right there. Actually, the great here, before I commit to that action, okay. is the great enough for me to shimmy through? Uh, not in play. At all. You'd have disadvantage, and she needed a 16 on a acrobatics check. Really? So if you want to try it, you can. You need a 16, and you'll have disadvantage. Does she have, does she have faith, belief, and the trust of her god with her? No, she has a shadow step, which she used to get through there. I like my odds. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm go- I will proceed to uh, go underneath Fred and say, don't look down, Fred. I know this always unnerves you. <laughs> All right. So you are right there. Underneath Fred, and I'll, uh, I'll attack the skeleton here. Remember, you get a D6 extra radiant damage to all your attacks. Because Pelar wields it, so. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to roll for group chat so everyone can see. This is a plus 7. That is a 13. The 13 hits. Perfect. So I will do, I'll do two attacks. This is the first attack. I do actually a 1D10 with the long sword, the long scimitar. Uh, two-handed? Two handed, one d ten plus four because of my strength plus two because I'm a dueler. Dueler. Wow. Yeah. Dueler. So, I will roll dueler. for everyone to see. Sixteen points of damage for the first attack. And that shatters him. And I'll say, Pelar is delighted. I am closer to her bosom now. I will say something to the effect. I'll. Can I throw my sword at this dude? You want to throw the sword? Yeah, at this guy. Longsword, chuck Just, it at him. Uh, you you may. Uh, you will be without a weapon. Sounds good. I'll, I'll, it's going to look cool. All right. You're at Bombard dis- did something cool. I want to do something cool. You're at disadvantage on the strike. Sounds good. This will be a heavy weapon throw. So Sounds good. Two rolls. 13. Disadvantage. 13? Yep. That's with disadvantage? With disadvantage. I rolled You twice. hit. Uh, lower the damage from D10 to D8. <laughs> you have little faith, person in my head. You still get the radiant damage on it, so good job. Let's see what you do. And your strength bonus. All right, so that is going to be 11 points of damage, it sounds like. Right, with a radiant? Oh, let me check. I should check my own thing. Radiant is... Oh, before I forget for everyone, if you are within 10 feet of me by and by, you all get a plus two on any save you do. All right, watch this magic. You ready for this, guys? Yeah, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm down. How many feet? <laughs> Ten feet. So all the folks near me have a plus two to their saving throws. You mean like that? Yes. Oh, wow. You turned on the aura. I turned on Azora. Yeah, that's so cool. That's that's pretty cool. 
you can do that for torch people with torches as well. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Oh, that's not what I want. All right. Uh, that was Iodor. And how much? You did 11 points of damage? I don't see it on my character sheet. So, so you're going to roll a D. Nine points. What you're going to do is roll a D8 and a D6. Add in your strength modifier and the plus one modifier from your weapon. Because oh, plus one's I already rolled it. That one's still up. Okay. The skeletons go. It would have been funny to kill it like that. Oh. It would have been. It was close. So you guys are sitting there and more start to come out. They are rising up all around you. We are so blessed, my friends. Huh? <laughs> Sushi, we are able to give penance. I'm scared and I'm excited. And I mean, I don't know how what to think about this Abaddon fella. I'm just here for a job. But, you know, that's cool. These guys are great. They're my friends. You can listen to more of our adventures on KWNK 97.7 FM in Reno, Nevada. It's plus 775 to hit. All right. So the ones that just rose up don't get to attack this round, but the others do. Starting with one on McPlate. Miss. Ah. Starting with a, another on Iodor as they start walking down this hall. They're all badass. Look at them go. Aren't they they look pretty cool, actually. And uh, one I on Iodor. We roll that 20. 16. Well, not hit, my friend. One on hey. Zushi. 18, Zushi. Yeah, that hits. Four points of damage. One on Fred. 14? For me? Yeah. No. Okay, miss. That was a lot of damage, too. And one on Bombard. 20. Ooh. That is. Six points of damage. <gasps> okay. That's a 25 hit. That's a 33 hit. <laughs> Koi, you're up. Koi? Okay. Yeah. So as you guys are looking around, more are starting to rise up. Okay. Should we just go? So you said that the flaming skeleton guy, how much, like, he's on fire? He's on fire! <laughs> and fire. If I get close, then I'm going to get burned, right? Yes, you will take damage entering. Let me find out the rule here. If you begin your turn in its aura, you'll take a d6 of fire damage. So you can actually sneak in, strike, and sneak out. Okay. But it'll um, get an attack of opportunity if you do it that way. How far, like, what's the, the, the radius of his aura? It's those squares right there. You can see it. Oh, um, this whole circular, yeah, this half circle, circle thing? That whole circle. So if you go in any of those squares, it'll burn you a little. If you start your turn there. Okay, well, that's a risk I'm willing to take. So I have a spear. What's my attack bonus? Do I use my dex modifier as a monk? Uh, you For your unarmed, for your spear, which is actually going to be a monk weapon, probably not Janata maybe, or a, a staff. Uh Short spears can be monk weapons. They could, you can turn anything. It, it's a simple weapon, which which I'm proficient yeah. in. So you can you'll use your dex bonus for that because uh, you use your dex bonus for all monk attacks. Okay, so then that's a plus six. Cool. And is that with my martial my unarmed attacks as well? Unarmed attacks as well. Yes. So sweet. So a plus six. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. So I'm going to move up to the guy. Bombard, you're almost up. And I'm gonna I'm gonna punch him two times. You're gonna hit him with your stick once, because that's gonna be more damage. 
and then you're going to punch him. Right, no, yeah, I was going to hit him with my stick. Natural 20. That's ah. great. Now, is this, a, is this a piercing weapon or is this a bludgeoning weapon? Is this a staff or a spear? It's a, it's a spear. It's 1d6 piercing. So that means it's piercing. Okay. Oriana, you can lie and say it's force damage. Okay, so... I, I'm not your, quick like that, Jed. Roll your damage. <clears throat> da, 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 da. So as you get close, the strike that Bombard hit it with literally rocked through its entire rib cage. You can see those ribs starting to reform. Oh, that's cool. That's fine. Any any special rules for damage when it's a natural 20, or is it just... Yeah, you're going to roll the damage dice twice. So you're going to roll 2d6 damage. So that's 12 points of damage with my spear. Okay. And, and then I... Do I get a, a second attack? If you want to hit with an unarmed, yeah, use your bonus action. Okay. A 19 to hit. That hits. Good job. That's seven points of damage. Okay. Collapses to the ground. As it does, it explodes. Make a DC 14 deck save. Oh, okay, sushi. My 18. You succeed. Oh, no damage on a successful save. You're good. So, so... This thing falls to the ground, collapsing. And you can see already the bones starting to shimmy back together. Uh, <laughs> um, can I use a key point to do flurry of blows? You can do it again. Just do, puddle do, them. Yeah, do more damage. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Two unarmed strikes. Just one unarmed strike. Oh, just one. Okay. Unless, That's... wait a minute. Does Flurry of Blows give you a, another attack at six level? I can't remember. You should just give an extra attack action. Yeah. Uh, I... It says immediately after you take the attack action on your turn, you can spend one key point to make two unarmed strikes as a bonus action. Yeah, so so I can make one, one more unarmed already... strike. Yeah, one more. Okay. Perfect. So I rolled a 20. You rolled? Not natural. Okay. You hit? Roll your damage. I hit. So that, that ki- is. Nine points of damage. So that kills the aura. The aura. <laughs> you you uh, shatter it to the ground. It falls to the ground. You kick the head into the water. You start scattering the bones all over the place. They start spinning around. You spin with them, blocking them from reforming. But they're still trying to reform. Okay. Uh, it is, uh, but it is, for the most part, gone for now. Okay. That was Koi. Bombard, you're up. Is there anybody within 15 feet of me that's not a skeleton? Yes. Fred. Huh. And Iota. Are you I'm going to thunder wave. So, guys, um, house rule, I'm going to use the 515 diagonal rule. What that means is okay. that if you, move, if you move diagonal once, it's 5 feet. If you move a second time, it counts another. It, that counts as 10 feet. So you're not moving diagonal at 5 feet all the way across. Moving diagonal takes a little bit more. This always boggles my mind. I get the math, but I don't get the math. Just remember, it's just remember the Pythagorean theorem. Stop. <laughs> just to, just to, it's just five, fifteen, twenty, thirty. If you were going All right, straight, keep diagonal, your mysteries. I'll just do your math for you. It's okay. Thank you. You can trust the GM's math. I trust your dice rolls. You can trust my math. <laughs> 
That should actually be built into the D20, uh, roll 20, if they do the, if you do the tag from corner to corner, the snap to corner to corner. I, I, I don't think it does. I think we'd have to play under Pathfinder rules to make it. Oh. Or 3-5. Anyway, I'm, I'm going to sure. Thunderwave to get all these skeletons away from me. Then I'm going to run to the south. Okay, you have two skeletons that this would hit. And Fred. Okay. Sorry, Fred. <laughs> Fred, cool. make a dex as con save, right? Well, Fred yeah. just make a con save. Uh, I wish it was dead. Uh, Fred, you have advantage on this. There's cover. Okay, cool. When you think about it, con is kind of like a dex roll. 15. The way you use it, yeah. You're a little lucky. I respect the position Sorry, of the GM. I have no idea what my saves are. So. Uh, your save is the 8 plus seven. your 3 plus 3. So your saves are 14. Okay. There you go. Uh, make a saving throw. Did you make a 14? I got 15. Okay. You make it. I botched. And I make the other. Roll your damage, Jason. Okay, I think it's 2d8 for Thunderwave. Yep. Sounds so, good. Three, eight points of damage. And if they fail their save, um, they get pushed 10 feet away from me. Okay, that one goes back. This Whoa. one... Do I still take half? Or yes, you take, yeah, you take half. You take half on a made save, this and you one... don't get pushed. And you don't get pushed, so this one doesn't get pushed. Yeah. But there are there any next to me now? No. Okay, so I'm going to head to the south because I figure those are going to keep reforming, so we need to get further into the dungeon. Five. Now you can go, walk through a skeleton if you want. Uh, do sure. It. Do it, do it. 10, do 20, it. 15. I have a 16 in the AC. Uh, what's your, no, what's your, uh, what's your movement? 25, right? 25. So you cannot go any further because the players are in your way. It's a little crowded here. Fred, you're up. Okay, um, I'm kind of, before, I promise, before he said something about it, I was thinking we need to just keep going. <laughs> so she is going to be like, like, shout out, like, we need to go south and start, hold on, I need to actually pick my thing and go through. How far can I go with difficult? It's half. It's, it takes two two squares to move one. So you only get to like there. One, two, three, four, five, six. You would get to right here. Okay. Is that where you want to go? I mean, either way, I will be with something. Just going to so... move him over to the behind the other. I just, huh? I just cleared the spot for you if you'd like to go there. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now, you can attack this guy before you move so you can get your sneak attack. Okay. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Okay. That's a sneak attack. Okay, okay. Can I only do one dagger? It, you didn't use your bonus action unless you, you're disengaging so that none of these things attack you as you move through them. Yeah, that's what I mean, because I would have to do that. So one attack. attack right? Okay. 19. Hit. 4, 8, 9, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. Dead. How do you kill it? Yay! I go for its, um, you know, like where its spine next... Spider, C-spine is. C-spine. <laughs> Decapitate it. You just, it flops <laughs> off, and it lands on top of uh, Paladin's turban. <laughs>
You're listening to Plus 775 to hit on KWNK 97.7 LPFM. Grab your spade, Abaddon, and let's get our handsies on some pansies. <laughs> I look at you. Nice gusto, my friend. <laughs> Thank McPlate, you. You're I up. see you went for the C spine. I did, you know. C3. The C3, obviously. Thank Pelar. McPlate, you're up. Cool. Okay. Thanks. I would like to try cantrips. Cantrips. Uh, yeah. What cantrip would you like to do? The shocking grasp. Do it. Ooh. Okay. Cantrip. I do it against this little one right there. He's a jerk. Uh, a what? A jerk? He's a jerk. <laughs> yep. Uh, Iota, you're going to be right after the flaming skeleton heals itself. Sounds good. I do have a question. How is Sushi doing against the big old unique NPC? Uh, she has demolished it. Like, it doesn't have an aura right now because it is, it's dead, but it's regenerating. Okay, did you say that out loud, uh, Sushi? Like, that you killed it? I did not say that. So, so nobody knows. I don't want to leave Sushi. I'm okay, pal. Okay. I got this. I'm- I That's all I needed ball, to hear. That's so all I needed I'm, to hear. I'm the closest one to her, so if she needs help, I'm there. Um, okay. All right, so go ahead and roll. I, do I make a saving throw? I think you can make an attack roll. So yeah. yeah. And she. So you add your. So I got bonus. nine. Nine to hit. Yes. Nine. So what'd you roll on the die? She rolled a four. Oh, you poor thing. Yep, you miss. Sorry. <laughs> you poor thing. <laughs> You're, you know what? You're, you know what your job is, though, right? What's your job? Take hits. That's your job. Get as many attacks on you every single round because you have a 20 AC. That's your what? job. What? Yes, 20 does. AC. She has a shield. She has a shield and, uh, and, full, and plate. Oh. All, right. All right. Moving on. That was McPlate's turn. Unless, Do you want to move McPlate, or are you just going to stay there and back Zushi up? She has a second attack. If oh, make your second attack. Do it. Uh, um. Okay. Um, yeah, that's right. You make a. You can make a cantrip as a bonus action if you attack with your sword. Yeah, that's I the Elder Smite thing. This jerk with your with sword. My sword. Do it. So then you add that. Nineteen hit. Now okay, roll so damage for your sword. What are you, kind of sword are you using? A long sword. D8 plus one damage because it is a strength-based weapon. Okay. Oh, so... So it would be her proficiency bonus plus her strength modifier plus the D8, yes? Yes. No, 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 not for damage. No proficiency bonus. Just strength modifier and D8. Okay, so that's a three. Three points? Yeah. Okay, three points. It's dead because uh, somebody damaged it with a scimitar. Your scimitar is over there, by the way. Uh, Don't forget it. I'll look at my my colleague and say, nice, doinza punch. Okay. (laughs) Uh, The bones start coming together for the blazing skeleton. Iodor, you're up. Okay, I'll proceed to walk on over, chuckling to myself. That was a good hit. And I'll move over here. Just drag yourself. Okay. 
I'll pick up my weapon and I'll kind of just look around. Do I see my friend Sushi? You do see your friend Zushi. Zushi, make uh, Zushi. Uh, you're right next to the coffin, and you can mm-hmm. see the treasure in it. It looks like two melted copper pieces. I just see two cop- two melted copper pieces. Yep, that's the treasure inside the coffin. I like to roll. I'll take it. <laughs> You'll take the two melted copper pieces used to pay the ferryman. Yeah, nice, you're a nice person. Okay. What was that, Jet? <laughs> Do I see that? Yeah, you see her take, reach into the coffin and go, yeah! She's got a coffin piece in each hand. Look at her and say, Zushi, you make so many poor choices in the heat of battle, but I can't help but admire you. Thanks. For looting this corpse. After I take the sword, I'll start to go back. So that was 10 feet. 10 feet. You can make it all the way to here. Okay, and then I do the Pythagorean theorem. No, you're fine. No Pythagorean feet theorem for the first diagonal. Yeah. Nope. So there Is you there go. Good job. In front of me? Now kill that skeleton. Sounds good. Kill it. Fred. Yeah. This, this one, but I'm assuming you left it for me. What a good friend. Of course I did. Koi, you're on deck. Sounds good. That's a 22 for the first one, Hit. and I'll do two attacks. And a 25 for the next one. Hit. And for this third uh, one I do... No, I'm joking. Okay. Okay, Ray. Keep keep rolling your great rolls. Yeah. Also, um, I also give a bat passive buff to everyone where you win. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's done. Um, yeah. And you have... Uh, your your flying carpet is now gargantuan. Thank you. Um, okay. Ta-da. <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Um, let's see. <laughs> 14 points of damage for the first one. It's dead. Uh, and I'll throw the next one at the skeleton next to Fred. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> oh, man. 11 points of damage. I say, duck! You did you hit? Wish. Oh, yeah, you got it. You hit. 11. <laughs> good. Again. And you mm-hmm. have five more feet of movement. Okay, and I'll proceed to go underneath Fred again. Mm-hmm. Hello, Fred. I said five feet, not ten feet. Okay. Uh, boop. Okay. Uh, Koi, you're up. There is. You see that skeleton next to you? Mm-hmm. Um. So, I'm going to move up. Oh, to I'm, so, the I'm sorry. Skeleton. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Koi. I go for you. I'm sorry. Off we go. More rise up next to you. One. Uh. Two. Three, and Zushi and Bombard roll a die. Who got the higher number? Uh, I got a four on my d20. I got a 14. On the d20? It rises up next to Zushi. All right. D20. All right. They are up, and they are going to attack. The ones that rise up do not attack this round. This one moves in. Attacks Zushi. 19. Yeah. Five points of damage. Five points, okay. McPlate, 15. Bombard, crit. <laughs> Four, s- nine points of damage. It missed you. Ow. Ioter, 15. I think that misses Ioter. Fred, six. To hit? Yes. <laughs> 
That hits you. Six? Your armor class is six, isn't it? Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Those skeletons just... And so, the Scutberry Seals have breached into the castle and are fighting for their very lives in the catacombs underneath. Join us next week at 97.7 KWNK-FM Public Radio here in Reno, Nevada, and bravely face the undead hordes with us.